Thank you for listening to Men Talk Women. You could have been listening to like a thousand other podcasts, but you came to this one. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, make sure you go subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and some other ones. I just can't remember them. Wherever you get your podcast, give us a review and a nice eight, like nine, ten star. I don't know how high they go. I just know whatever the highest is, like give us that one. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Dope. And go to reallydopepodcast.com to hear extra audio from this podcast. If you want to leave some extra feedback, you can do that. You can send us a comment or you can make a suggestion about what we should talk about next. Again, that's reallydopepodcast.com. My wife is Yoruba. We're not rivals, but there's a lot of conflict of traditions, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So, you know, some one of my uncles, my favorite uncles in Nigeria said, when I was going to America, said, go, work, go to school, work hard, study hard, but don't marry a Yoruba girl. Oh, wow. That's one of the things, that's one of the things he said. I was yeah. like, really, uncle? Really? Uh, and he was, and he was uh, here, and I, I remember calling my mom. I said, mom, remember back in the day when you said that the most important thing about a wife is, uh, uh, because I was preparing for this, I was like, I, yeah. don't, I, I don't want to hear on this nonsense. Yeah. Is that the most important thing about a wife is that she loves God? Yeah. And she's like, yes, but I said, remember, <laughs> remember you said that, right? Yeah. She's like, yes, but right? Like, yes, I said that. I said, okay, cool, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm not about to hear that. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you can't be talking, repping Jesus all this time. I start bringing some tribalism into this yeah. situation. Yeah. All right, so the, so we so this you know I met um she met my parents everything's good. Fumi is an extrovert. She will meet someone and just be instantly yeah. friends with them. It's it's great. It's, yeah. it's just like a missile, just fire and forget. She's yeah. she's great like that. So we had a good time. I, we went and saw her, then um, went saw her. I, I visited her parents as well. You know I'm not so good as she is, but you know I I survived. Right. <laughs> I survived <laughs> Our parents met and then. I think from us dating to us getting and propose me proposing. I said we said it in January. I proposed in Christmas Day, the yeah. same 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 year. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was quick. It's about February. I kind of yeah. knew. I, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. knew that. You know, she she was the one. I wish I could tell you why. It's just like I said, I didn't know they made women like her. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and not about to be. You know, I was like, as far as I'm concerned. Fumi would have made a wonderful wife to a bunch of different guys. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was look and how how big hang up for a lot of guys for that she was I'm, I'm saving myself for marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's your only hang up? <laughs> I'm I'm with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm with this. And and that was how that was that was my end. And that was fantastic. I hadn't saved myself for marriage. I I, I didn't have that that resume, but I'm like if that's if that's what it is for you, yeah, and you were this fantastic, yeah, yeah, boom. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it works. Yeah, wow. but apparently you did you did what I did in a year and two days. <laughs> so, so think about it. I mean, this is somebody you've always kind of liked. Yeah. In the back of your mind, you always date and kind of like, yeah. I still remember that. Yeah. You know? And we talk about relationship. And she used to call me and confide to me about her relationship. So yeah. I knew about the guy she dated. And yeah. Like, Man, you, yeah. It, that's not even gonna fly, man. You're yeah, gonna exactly. be there for a few months, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be getting a call. So I knew what she liked. Right. Yeah. I was like, 
she likes that, but she never really, because anytime I try to kind of soften the blow and just kind of start sliding a little bit, yeah, she'd pull back. The call will go from, hey, I'll call you tomorrow, right? Three months. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So she, she picks up a phone and calls me and start laughing and says, hey, mate, I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so now, you know, so here I am, right? So when my dad talks, and it's funny when he said it, um, my dad said, bring the travel stuff. I said, Dad, you can't talk about whatever happened between your generation and your tribe, those two tribes, mm. we can't bring into this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. So I talked to some of my boys and I was like, um, these are guys I grew up with and knew exactly where she fell, you know, fell into my life and everything. And one of my boys told me, my cousin was like, Joe, you've been waiting for this for so long. Just clobber her with love, man. Just stripe all the irons off. Don't even wait. Yeah, just, just, just club her with love. Eh? <laughs> her with love. So, you know, we, we kind of do this whole at home dating, seeing some of family, you know, kind of doing stuff. And then now it's time for me to come back. Mm -hmm. But I'm coming back to the States, but I'm going to Ohio. Yeah. When she's coming back, she's she had moved to Texas by then. Okay. So now she's coming back to Texas. So the plan is, just like you, every other month, we're switching. Somebody flies and then I fly. Mm -hmm. But we've never been ring shopping. But I'm thinking to myself, this coming February, I'm proposing. Yeah. This is December. This is December. So I'm, I'm, I'm back in the States in January. Mm -hmm. so February proposing. In February proposing. Okay. So in January, when I'm, when I'm, coming, I'm coming in, she, she stayed long because she had just also kind of just come in when I was leaving. I've never been ring shopping this girl. Right. I know she has some taste. I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to work. <laughs> but I had to talk to her dad. Um, grandparents told me everything. So I call up her dad and I, I tell her dad, hey, you know, um, I was home. I met you. I talked to grandpa. I said, oh, yeah, my father told me. I said, uh, yeah, I just want to tell you. I just want to get it from you also that I'd really like to marry your daughter. I said, man, Joe, that's, that's okay with me. One condition. I'm not uh, getting on a plane to come to a wedding in America. You're going to have to do it here. Bloody hell. <laughs> so I already know what that means. Yeah. That means dowry. That means what it's I'm like, anything for this girl, I'll do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now I'm also kind of caught in between. I don't know how the traditional side stuff they're going to mm -hmm. need. So I'm going to need somebody I can be, you know, can help me mm -hmm. yeah. figure this thing out. So as far as for the ring, I, I go out and get a ring and I, I talk to the jeweler and I say, listen, I'm going to propose to this girl. I still am not so sure. You know, all this time, yes, she said, let's do it. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure we engaged. And then that's the time I, I, I was going to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I talked to them. I said, listen, I'm going to go to Texas on the 12th of February. This is 2010. I want to propose this girl. She says, no, just assure me that I can bring back the ring. So, no, no, if it's between this time frame, yeah, yeah we can do that. Mm -hmm show up to Texas. So the first thing I did, I talked to my then now 12 year old brother. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, number one, yeah, daddy wants to marry her. I'm going to need you to help me propose to this girl. Okay. So kind of wrote little notes here and there. Just asking the last one, she said, daddy, I'll take the last one. Ask her to marry you because I've never seen you this happy. Mm -hmm. And she's 12? She's 12. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. So I come, you know, I fly into Texas, man. I'm like, yeah, I got my ring. You're just kind of holding your coat pocket because mm -hmm. I can lose every other luggage except for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I show up and my flight is late because the thing is I'd called around. I've never really known the restaurants in Texas. So, you know, you're kind of just going off of what you see mm -hmm. on the map. 
but my flight delayed, so I got in at midnight. Um, and then she picked me up. So we went to um, went to IHOP and for what? Mm. And for the first time, this so we're sitting there. I'm hungry, so we get that late night snack to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She grabs my face and she's just looking into my face. And, so, <laughs> you gonna kiss me or not? Yes, I'm getting a kiss. So what's gonna happen? So well, I'm glad you're here. So she says that. Oh wow. So I'm thinking. So the twelfth plan kind of went haywire. So it's thirteenth, fourteenth. I don't want to propose on Valentine's in case it goes haywire. <laughs> Ruins the rest of my Valentine's, right? So <laughs> let me do it on the thirteenth, man. Mm-hmm. This is thirteenth. So it's two o'clock in the morning. We get home. I'm sitting and. Um, She's moved to a new townhouse. I'm kind of looking around my friend. She keeps a clean house. I'm like, yes. <laughs> good. Things I like. Mm. And I just, I'm like, I can't go to bed. I'm panicking. I'm like, yeah. who's going to do this? I propose to her, man, and like give all the things. And she looks and she says, yes. Yeah. So I'm saying, I'm not going to push the pressure on this right now. So I'm just going to let the day go by. But the next day, after 24 hours, I want you to give me a date. <laughs> Let's settle on a date. Yeah. That way I have a goal and I know what we're doing. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. she says, so this is February, we decided for December. We're getting married. We're going home. And I told her, I talked to your dad. She says, yeah, my dad told me about it. But I didn't know you were going to propose to me this quick. Yeah. I thought you were going to go six months. I said, I don't have six months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have six, six months. months. You've talked about wanting kids. I'm 12 years in. Right. <laughs> I don't want to wait till I'm old and then. Right, just, exactly. And then I don't know how many kids you want. Right. So we've never talked about this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's moving. Yeah. I, I just want let's get something going then I can check off the rest of the boxes later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same, same, thing, same thing with me. We, I, when I proposed, I proposed on Christmas Day. Yeah. Our family is big, big on gifts. My mm-hmm. parents, whatever. Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jesus, Jesus is born. <laughs> Word to your mother. And I, right. So they had gifts. So I got, I, I got my ring. I refused. I told my wife I didn't have money for a ring. Yeah. I said every time we walk past a, a ring, I'll purposely pull away. I'd be like, look, don't even look at them rings. I don't have the money for that. Yeah. Maybe next year. But I, I got, I got the ring because I, was, I refused to have her shop. I wanted to get a ring for her. Right. But I, I didn't want to shop with the ring because if I was, I was concerned, if I'm proposing to you, I'm gonna present this ring. Right. You don't tell me what ring to bring. Exactly. You know, call it be a stubborn Nigerian manager. I don't know. What right. Right. Is, but, <laughs> So I brought it to her, and I put it in a in a necklace in a necklace case, not not a ring case, just okay. to go wrong. Yeah. So Christmas, I wrapped it, and I'm horrible at wrapping gifts. <laughs> so the last gift I give it to her, and we're all sitting down on the couch, and I was kneeling down, not one knee, but just kneeling down, yeah. you know, whatever. And I gave it to her, and everybody pulled out their phones. What's going on? And she's like, Look, just calm yourself down. It's, right. it's, it's a necklace. And then she opens it and sees the ring, and she's yeah. like. <laughs> right. And I'm like, hey, I, yeah. I couldn't wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. And so we, she, we, we got. Uh, I proposed to in front of the whole family, and uh, so that was December by August. In thank you for us, we did it in Atlanta. Ooh, that was you know, you, man. because in, <laughs> if you're if you're an African, that tr- that wedding in Africa, especially if you live in America, oh, yeah. I mean, that's one thousand dollars per person ah, to fly over, yeah. right? That's an expensive yeah, trip. That's yeah. an expensive trip, you know. You know, and um, so we bought my parents. We did it in Atlanta. We did the traditional and the um, and the 
church all in Atlanta, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I know, and I, for you, you talk about the travel stuff. Yeah. My dad is pretty westernized. You know, he's yeah. still a Libo man, but you know, and my family, we don't have any issues with the trials per se. You know, yeah. there's tradition different. But as soon as my wedding started, or the wedding preparation started, <laughs> tradition started popping out of Ooh, nowhere. Yes. You know, <laughs> my people, we do it this way. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. When? Yeah, when? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been your son for a long time. I have never heard of I've been never heard. many a weddings. Yeah. Why is this coming out now? Oh, yeah. And on her and her parents side, oh, this, this diary stuff. And now, among Yoruba people, they, 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 we have a greeting and elders to Dubale, which is uh, pretty much you lie down on the floor. Yeah. Right. You know, you pretty much get down on the floor. As among Igbo people, it's just, it's just a bow. Yeah. Right? So as an Igbo person, I'm like, I ain't doing this. <laughs> you know, my my my, and my wife is just giddy about oh he's about to do ballet for yeah. our parents. I'm like, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting on the floor. I'm not getting on the floor. But I understand. Like you know what? I I know how to get on the floor because right. like with, with Joe's situation, it's gonna be her parents and all their elders and everybody, the yeah. family there. You're gonna right. have to do it. Yeah. yeah. You're just gonna have to do it. And I'm like, I told her one time. <laughs> <laughs> one time. So they have a picture of all of us, and it's a big deal. If, if you're my person, so you're my person, no yeah. big deal. But Evo guy is doing this thing, and that was, you know, it was a bigger deal. It was like, yeah. hey, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, check all the pictures you want, it's not going to happen again. Right, right. Oh, you know? wow. And then, and here's the thing that I thought was really crazy. I think I've told you about this before. We had the traditional wedding, the right. native wedding, yep. right? Yep. So among native, among native um, tradition, I am married. Uh-huh. We have a church wedding, yeah. right? Okay. So in front of Jesus and, and Holy Spirit and God, I'm married. Yeah. So we go to the reception and then they go, oh, by the way, um, we still have one more tradition. <laughs> we're gonna take her back to our family home yes. and you need to come with all your elders to get her. To get her, yes. And I'm going, hold up. I am native married. <laughs> I am yep. Jesus married. Yep. Why are you taking my wife? Yep. To get her? To get her? I think I fulfilled all the requirements to get her. Right. You know? So, and I'm I'm beyond. I'm like, you know, it's 10 o'clock. Fine. Okay, and but when you yeah. say to get her, oh. you just they just mean come pick her up or you've got to do something oh, else when you get her? It's whatever they decide. What right? do they decide? Whatever. What do they, they decide, right? Okay. They can make it easy or difficult yeah. for you, right? The dowry is also an interesting thing. They can make it easy or difficult for oh, you. They, wow. they can tell you, like, they can tell you to get a specific kind of food, a specific kind of animal, a specific kind of clothing. Yeah. They can make it as difficult as they wow. want for you. I've right? got a specific animal, man. Right. And I had to go get my wife. And on the day, we're, we're getting late to church. Right. But they wouldn't open the gates, man. Until the women from our side came and sang. And my brother, who was my best man, had to come and kind of bribe them so he could. I mean, it's a whole bunch of stuff, man. Yeah. Wow. They want more gifts on that day. Otherwise, your bride's not coming out. Yeah. So, so some, some cultures, they use that wedding as the big way oh. to make, to bring some money and bring some resources. Yeah. Depending on how um, big or big the family is or something mm. like that, they can really, they can really, you know, yeah. dig into it. You yeah. know, my, among my people, they have, they try and do the opposite. They don't want to say, we're not, we're not selling, if it's a woman, we're not, we're not selling our daughter, mm-hmm. right? So whatever dowry gifts you give, we're going to give it back to you yeah. okay. so that if any, if any stuff goes down, yeah. we're going to take her back, yeah. you, know? Right. you know, because you don't want a situation where you go, uh, oh, you're beating on your wife, beating on our wife, or your, on our child, bring, give us, give her back. And yeah. she's like, I paid all this money, yeah. this oh, dowry, wow. expensive dowry, you give me my dowry back. They yeah. have for exchange, like, nah. But so, you know, we went through that, you know, and then at the end of the night, we, we got back to our wedding suites. 
two o'clock in the morning. It was late. We were tired. We were hungry. We didn't eat. And uh, all we had was the top of the birthday cake that was supposed to save for the first year anniversary. <laughs> we looked at each other and went, mm, nah, it's not gonna last. <laughs> killed it. Yo. Just killed it. Yeah. You know? And so from that day on, every wedding I go to, my brother's wedding, any friends of my wedding I go to, yeah. I'm like, I pull the guy and say, look, eat. Eat now. Right. Yeah. You're going to need to eat now. Oh, yeah. wow. Because you, it's, it's just so much it's stuff so going, much on. going on. And it's almost any wedding. It's so much stuff. you gotta, you got to get some food. And then in our, our culture, where there's a lot, we call spring, where you, whenever you, whenever you, whatever the celebrant is dancing and people come and start spraying mm-hmm. money. You saw that. You saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a big deal. Um... On our, when we danced and they sprayed us two to three thousand dollars. Oh wow! I would imagine us, and money we just got from people just yeah, gifting yeah. us like that. So when my brother got married, I was like, "You guys are gonna dance. <laughs> You're gonna be dancing for longer than I dance." Yeah. I didn't realize how much money we got, and I didn't really dance as long. I said, hey, yeah. "We could have danced longer." <laughs> <laughs> so when my brother got married, I'm I'm there. I'm not even his best man. I'm yeah. bringing water. I'm like, "Hey, you yeah, 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 keep going, going. Yeah, keep, keep going. going, keep going." Yeah, exactly. I think I got $5,000 or something. That's a strain of that, you know. And uh, yeah. So, the, you know, those are the, you know, travel, you know, travel is very interesting. Um, especially as, as we as Africans in America, some of that stuff kind of goes by the wayside. But it's, it's interesting how those cultures still affect the marriage in, in ways. Yeah. And that yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we don't know any, any you know, thing about it, which, which was one of the reasons I was like, man, this should be really good because I know, you know, nothing. Now, did you, growing up, uh, or maybe from family or parents, was there pressure to marry an African or oh, no? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes? Yes, yes, yes. Most Nigerian parents will tell their children, you're going to marry someone from my village. Yep. Okay. That, that's exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine this. Let's let's say we're in, let's use Dallas as an example. <laughs> that parent is saying, I want you to not marry someone just from Dallas. That person needs to come from Colleyville. Right. Yeah. Okay. From Colleyville. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and while in America. Yeah. That's how serious it is. They'll be like, you have to marry from the village yeah. in Nigeria or Kenya, wherever it is. Yeah. And that person needs to be here as well. Yeah. You know, because of some kind of deeply grained um, things. Yeah. Did you take the pressure? Like, did, did no. you? As a guy, as, I think as guys, we, we we can we can push it off a little bit. Okay, but I think it's more on the women. It's on the women. It's more. Oh, it's more on the women. Okay. okay. Yeah. And yeah. I see, like in my family, we have four boys and one girl. Okay. Okay. And we're from this tribe called Luo, right? Okay. And so we were home this summer, and my dad actually realized because all of us were home, and none of us is married to anybody from our tribe. Mm, right. Okay. Nobody. And my dad actually said, "Wow, my children." As much as I taught them and everything I said were the complete opposite of what I said, <laughs> including my sister. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because we pushed back a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, because yeah. for us, I think when you're growing up, you, you don't know why they tell yeah. you to do these things. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it doesn't matter. And what is so interesting, marriage, even for, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but my parents' generation, the man could even tell his wife how to dress. Hmm. Very patriarchal society, yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women did not even wear pants, jeans, whatever. Yeah. Always had the long dress, always had this kind of dress, no makeup. Yeah. Because that's how the men wanted it. Yeah. And then, was, was, that, was that men or the church? The men. The men, really? The, the Interesting, men. okay. Yeah. I saw that a lot in, in, in the men in, 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 my, in my community. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they dictated how the women dressed. Yeah. So, yeah. as a child, and I, I don't think they realized that for us boys, 
you growing up, you're seeing other tribal women right. and other other women from other societies mm-hmm. dressing and looking good. Yeah. But you come and look at your women, they're, they're not looking as good as yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what that's one of the reasons why naturally my brothers and I gravitated to other tribes. Right, right, right. So all the things we've been told to do, we didn't do those. Yeah, because you're you've been exposed yeah. to other yeah. you know other things. You know. Wow. So even me, <laughs> when I was in college. Yeah. It was this girl I saw. She was fine, and I was among I was among a bunch of Nigerians. She wore this short red dress, you know, curved and right spots. And I'm yeah. like, who is this girl? Yeah. And I'm an introvert. I'm not. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. I, I don't have that in me. So I'm sitting next to my brother, and then just later I see her again. She dances again. Hey, you're Ugu's brother, right? And I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're Chima's brother. My right. brother's name Chima. And I'm like, yeah. And in my mind, I'm going, oh, my brother is such a hookup. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This is my in yeah. with this girl. And she goes, I'm your cousin. How are we related? And I've never met you in my entire life. Apparently, but my mother's side twice removed, <laughs> right. somehow related. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I'm I've been staring at your ass for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> and we're related. And you know, when we're related, that ain't no marriage gonna happen in this situation. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, like, it's out. Oh dear lord. Later, a month later, we go to an African student association in Baylor University, and I see this girl again. She's still fine, but she's my cousin. I can't think, <laughs> like, I can't think like that anymore. And she's bringing with her another fine girl, look, you know, looking nice in jeans. I'm like, right. okay, well, that's my cousin there bringing another girl. I mean, whoever, maybe she'll hook me up with this girl. Right. And she goes, hey, Ugo, how you doing? I'm okay, this is Makama. She's your cousin as well. Stop I'm it! Like, You've yeah, got stop. to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> I have cousins that I don't know about, two fine cousins. I call my mom the next day and say, Mom, yeah. how many cousins do I have in this country that I don't know? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I met Waka my water. And she's like, oh yeah, she's our she's cousin. She's from my mother's side. I'm yeah. like, really? You yeah. didn't tell me this stuff? Yes. So I'm like, you know what, Mom? I'm not marrying any Igbo girls because the fine Igbo girls I've seen around here, I've been related to so far. <laughs> so that's why I tell her, I found a Yoruba girl because I know we are related. Right, we're not, yeah. we're not I don't want to hear any jack about tribe stuff. No, the last right. two I liked were, <laughs> I couldn't do. So y'all keep that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when I, several times you were like, man, there's no, I've never met anybody like my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, she. I didn't know they made women like this. You oh. thought about the same girl for seventeen oh, years. <laughs> one walk home, oh, you like, man, man, what was yeah. the walk? What was going on in that walk? Oh, she walking right. Yeah. <laughs> so that that idea and that image and that impression, where did that um, come from? Did your you know your dad? talk to you about the type of woman to, you know, look for, or where did that come from? I don't know, man. Um, it's, I mean, there was the ideal, right? Yeah. You know, the Christian ideal, a girl saves herself for marriage and stuff like that, that I had growing up. You know, my, my dad said my mom did that. So, and funny enough, my mom is a light-skinned athlete that saved herself for marriage. Uh, <laughs> no, just just to put it out there, right. man, I married a light skinned right. athlete that saved herself for marriage. Wow! And I went, that's creepy, mom. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if my I don't think my parents. My parents, I knew the example, yeah. but right, in right. some ways, I'm like, wow, the co- close parallels of my mom yeah. and her. Yeah. I was surprised when I when because I didn't I, I didn't it wasn't in, I didn't think of it. Yeah. yeah, it was later. I went, wait, hold on a minute. Yeah, I made those yeah. correlations. 
Um, I think it was also part of the fact that I was saving myself for for marriage for a while, and I got older. I think I hit 24, 25, and people mm. would look at me sideways like, "You're still serious? <laughs> <You're> still serious. <laughs> right. What's yeah. wrong with you? You still do that? You still do this?" Yeah. <laughs> and so, what used to be a thing of pride for me, I hope you know, became things people started ragging me on. Yeah. And then I said, "See, girls were like, I don't want a guy to save himself for marriage. You no, know, you don't know what he's doing." <laughs> right. I'm going, "What's going on? Up <laughs> is down. Let you know, left yeah. is right." And um, so I, I, I kind of got. Bitter and yeah. I just I, I gave up on that yeah. because it was yeah. just it was not it wasn't working for me. I mean I had other things going on in my head that uh, I don't I can't ascribe to my parents or something like that. Yeah. I had this I would say nice guy syndrome where I was not that's part of the patterns. I was not risking. I was not mm. going up to women and say, yeah. Hey, I like you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was I was on the assertive, exactly. I was yeah. being all friendly, I'll be your friend. Yeah. We'll be friends for a while. <laughs> I did it. I did. I was like yeah. that too. Yeah. And then you look at me and realize that I was the one for you, which doesn't freaking no. work. Right. It works in books though. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's safe for me because yeah. I don't have to I don't have to risk my heart. And after yeah. a while you're like you get to my. I, I got to place where I was like, oh, these women are just silly. They just don't know what's good for them, yeah. you know. And it was all in me, and yeah. I had to detangle all that stuff. And then I met this girl. I went, wow. Yeah. You know, I could do the same thing over I did before. We could be yeah. friends. I'm right. Friend, but right. No, or I can go for it. I can go for it. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of went for me. Um, but yeah. 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 Like yeah. you, man. For me, see, I, I went to uh, an Indian school in Kenya, so I got exposed, mm -hmm. right? Okay. An Indian school in, in Kenya. An okay. Indian school in Kenya. So we had you say Indian or England? Indian. Indian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, gotcha. so we had, we had all kinds of different people in there. Mm -hmm. You had the Africans. You had the expatriates who brought the uh, kids to that school. It was a very competitive school. So I got exposed. Uh, I dated an Indian once, and mm -hmm. you know, you're lucky devil. That means don't be messing around, right? No, no, no. Actually, my first kiss was yeah. an Indian girl. Did she wow. break up with you afterwards? No. <laughs> So we, we kept kissing every lunch. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't the technique. It was not the technique. All right, cool. Right. So for me, I didn't have that Christian upbringing. Okay. Uh, my grandparents had multiple wives. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw the women and everything. So it was different for me. Yeah. And then I went to this school uh, where I, I got exposed to all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. My dad is shorter than my mom. Mm -hmm. So one thing I always said, I'm gonna marry a woman taller than me. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. Forget that. And then the other thing is because of the women that how I was saying earlier on how women dressed, mm -hmm. the other tribes and the other women looked better. Mm -hmm. okay. They got this stuff together, makeup. I mean I love all that yeah. stuff. And plus what I saw on TV, I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not doing uh, yeah. you know how fate has it. Yeah. My oldest daughter. From a woman from the same tribe. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So this kind of tells me it never really worked. Yeah. But I think it was just for the reasons for myself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think from the books and the things I saw, I was like, I'm just going to get me a different kind of woman. Yeah. But I got attracted always to women from my wife's tribe. Mm. I don't know what it was. I maybe it was that forbidden fruit, right? Right. right I yeah. heard it every day. But marry a girl from this tribe. Marry a girl from this tribe. Every time I looked up, right. it was the prettiest right. thing. And he was like, wow, though. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, why? What's yeah. the reason, though? Yeah. <laughs> and for us, like a Nigerian, like, you know, in Nigeria, you're Igbo, you're Yoruba, and you can tell whose tribe is who from their, from their last name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so you say your name, or you first exactly, name. Yeah. You can know who it is. Yeah. But then you come to America, and they're like, oh, no, you're not Nigerian, you're black. <laughs> right? And then so you're like, whoa, that's a switch. Yeah. And then, but then, 
among the Nigerians, you're like, yo, we can't waste time with this tribal stuff in America because we're just, we're Nigerian, yeah. right? You, you, can be, you can do tribalism in Nigeria, but over here, we're just we're Nigerian. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, all of that stuff that some back home, they would say, you worry about, I'm like, no, you're from Nigeria, I'm from Nigeria, yeah, right. we're here in a foreign country, we don't have time for this nonsense. Right, you know? right, it's, it's right. funny you say that. Kenyans still struggle with that. We have 40 mm-hmm. different tribes, so even inside Dallas, right. you get cliques of yeah. different tribes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got churches of different tribes. Absolutely. You know, you know, yeah. but, but the guys who grew up in the city, I think that kind of was neutralized a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. you come back to Dallas and you start realizing, oh yeah, I'm from this tribe. Mm-hmm. But for, for my wife and I, that's something we never really got into. Yeah. We just said, even the way we named our kids, because mm-hmm. technically, the way our girls are named, um, the first girl we had together would have been named my mom. Uh-huh. Second girl would have been named her mom. Oh yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. Sisters and aunts and everything. Oh, wow. But we just decided because and and my wife, I like the way she said. She told her parents and her family, "I'm married into this tribe, so I'm going to do what my husband wants." Mm. So that was big. Wow. You know, and for me, I figured I'm not going to name my children the way my tribe names them because we we name them according to the time of the day they're born. Mm-hmm. I was now in a different space and I was like, I'm going to uh, go for biblical names, mm-hmm. but I'm going to translate it. Because mm-hmm. I also saw, I mean, in Nigeria do that, mm-hmm. you know, like the pressures, the blessings. Mm-hmm. And I just took that and to my tribal, uh, translated to my tribal uh, mm-hmm. you know, language and that's how I named it. Cool. So it was just totally different. Yeah. We, we've kind of created our own little yeah. way of doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Know? And I'm then not- if you look at my brothers, one of my brothers married to an American Caucasian lady. I was married to another tribe. Yeah. And then my other brother's married to a different tribe. The one who's back home in Kenya. My sister's yeah. married to my wife's tribe. And yeah. and even music, we could not play music from another tribe inside the house. You, wow. You either played English songs or Swahili, which is the national language, right. or our tribal language songs. Huh. But now, man, dad doesn't have a say, man. <laughs> it's all melting. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I broke I broke a tradition with naming my children yeah. as well. Oh, wait, I'm Igbo, my wife's Yoruba, so technically my wife's not Igbo because she married into my family. But, um... My, you said technically she's not? Well, technically she's Igbo now because she married oh, into my family. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, mean, oh, uh, I mean, granted, she's from your, she's from your back tribe, yeah. but she's married into my family. Okay. And she, you know, she's Igbo. Oh, wow, okay. Right, because her last name is Wonkulu. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's confusing to a lot of Nigerians when they hear Fumilai and Wonkulu because Fumilai is a distinct Yoruba name. Yeah. Wonkulu is a distinct Igbo name. You're like, wait, what? What's going on? So oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So by de- by default tradition, my children I should give my children just Igbo names, mm-hmm. right? But and and so I usually you'll be I'll give them an Igbo name and then maybe give them a Yoruba middle name yeah. just mm-hmm. be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my first child is that I really I really res- I really respected and cherished my wife. I said, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Your, your middle name is Ronke. I did wrong. My wife said one of the middle names I did Ronke. Yeah. And I love that name. And I said, you know what? We're gonna name our first child, I did not care. That's gonna be the name I choose for our child. Nice. Uh, so, so, so she's I did rock, you know, she's, I did not care. I only got one So I put the Yoruba name first, yeah. the Igbo name second, which people, some people tripped out over. Right? <laughs> like, hold on, your name is Uguchku, yeah. and your daughter's name is I did okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why the frick not? Yeah. You know? Why, 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 why not? It's my, yeah. it's, it's my child. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's my child. You know, and, but that was out of that was that was out of tradition. That was just out of respect, and I wanted to honor my wife. Mm. I said, "Hey, you know, her name's Ronka, and that's what she goes by." Yeah, you know. I've had people come up to me and, and try to you know, come to come to me and they're like, "Hey, why do you name her like that?" 
I just mean mouth them. I said, hey, wow. get on my face. Yeah. You know? Now, I mean, now she's she's ten, so no yeah. one, people yeah. are used to that now. You know, but, wow. But a funny anecdote about different tribes. When I got married, and everybody was fine with it, my dad went to Nigeria, mm-hmm. and I'm his first son, so he was telling people, oh, my first son got married, and so he went he told the group of people, hey, Uko got married. Oh, really? Who did you get married to? He got married to a girl called Fumi. They're like, what? He <laughs> got married to a Yoruba girl? Yeah. In all of um, in all of in America, you couldn't find an Igbo girl. <laughs> oh, and my dad's like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. he goes to the village and it tells him, and sees a white person, hey, my son got married. They're like, really? Who did he get married to? They're like, oh, he got married to a Chinese girl. <laughs> They're like, what? In America? You couldn't find a Nigerian girl? You want Nigerian girl? He's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He got married to an Igbo, to a Yoruba girl for me. He's like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> so he takes the blow. He, 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 he puts a bigger blow and then said, ah, okay, good. Now they're like, okay, let's go. Oh, it's Nigerian, yeah. We'll take, we'll take that. You know, we'll take that. That's funny. And Chris, the funny thing is, when we were getting married, we tried the American way by invite. You know what our parents did? So we, we planned for a wedding of 300. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you funny dog, you funny. Go ahead. I don't hear this. I know exactly how it's going. 150 for the family. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Guess what the friends did? Photocopy the card. That's exactly what I was expecting. Copy to the DNK to another 400 people. Yes. <laughs> you you tried to do American style wedding in Kenya. I tried that. <laughs> oh, you tried it though, man. Good luck with that. How did that go? Man. <laughs> When that final bill came and they're giving us a tally, like yeah. So we told the president, okay, yeah, we figured you guys didn't have money to make all the cards we wanted, so we fought a cock today. <laughs> How many people came to the wedding? A thousand. <laughs> a thousand yeah. people. Yep. Golly. Yep, that's about right. Yep. So, so they told us the wedding is not for you guys. Yep. The wedding is for the village. <laughs> yes. For you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez. We we sent out invites, and this is, and this is how Nigerian be. In America, in Atlanta, we sent an invite. We got less than 20 RSVPs back. Less than 20. 500 people in our wedding. 500. So we, we filled the hall to capacity, right? We The buffet had, to, you know, we, 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 when we went to people, it was like, okay, what's the, what's the capacity for this spot? spot? Right. And like, they tell us a number. So how, how much do you hold on <laughs> how, to that number? How do we get there? <laughs> how much, you know, what's up with that? You know? And so yeah, five hundred. You know, yeah. five hundred like five hundred people not have enough seats. Five hundred. Yeah. You know, uh, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, buffet style. Cause I'm not about to pay per head. Yeah. Eat until it's done. Right. But I was I I was blessed in the sense that I was younger. Yeah. And then and my parents were planning all this stuff, and I said, well, "Who's paying for this exactly?" <laughs> oh. And they're like, "Oh." Um, your, her parents, because you're Yoruba, and my parents are also going to help with that. I said, oh, so I'm off the hook, eh? <laughs> we paid for everything on our Oh, phone. shoot. Yeah? We did everything. Our parents said, we're not working anymore. We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's your wedding. It's, it's your so wedding when you're planning. Right. Mm-hmm. But when the event comes up, it's our wedding. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's just wow. like crazy. But, but, but the one thing that I've liked, and uh, I think this is one of the things that uh, I, I guess Uber and I really connected is, we love our women different from the way most African men, I want to say, oh, wow. love women then. <coughs> because, um, I mean, one, different tribes, right. you mm-hmm. know, and then um, 
the whole PDA thing, things that we was, was told never to do, and right. just, yeah. just having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to have fun in America. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that, none of that mm-hmm. growing up. Wow, wow. Fun for our parents was like, uh, I got money. So my tribe, you could tell somebody with money. If I'm a man I, and I've made it big, I got another wife. I got to build that house for her. Mm-hmm. I got to build a house for another one. Mm-hmm. I could have up to ten wives. Mm. Yeah. So if, if this week I'm bored of this wife, mm-hmm. I got a timetable, man. Yeah. This week it's my schedule. I'm in this house. I'm in this house. I'm in that house. And the kids call every every uh, one of the women mothers. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh wow! Yeah. But I'm the only dad. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For me, for me, um, father is from a polygamous um, polygamous situation. Mm-hmm. I remember he's. He's one of third or fourth wife mm-hmm. um, in that group. Yeah, so polygamy is just it's just one it's one generation away. Yeah, my yeah. grandfather, my grandfather had two wives yeah. on my father's side, and um, yeah, that, that the story for that is kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> he gets married to one wife, goes to another another town, I think it was a wedding to to work, mm-hmm. and his wife <laughs> stands, I think, her cousin to be a, a, a someone to help clean the house while mm-hmm. he's there. And apparently, she did more than that. Or okay. he did more than that. <laughs> so she comes back pregnant, mm. and then he marries her. So I have I had step I had step uh, grandmother and a step grandmother. Wow. Uh, so so he had, you know he had two wives as far as I was wow. concerned. Wow. Okay. So last question, and um, and we'll end it. And this is just for my own curiosity. <laughs> Gr- <laughs> growing, now I won't say growing up. So maybe high school. College when I you know started listening to um, a lot of my other uh, female friends when they would talk about you know dating, I heard on more than one occasion them say um, either they had been in a relationship or they heard from their other friends that African men can be very uh, like possessive, either possessive or like they tell you what to do a lot. Mm-hmm. And they don't, you know, let you, you know, do things, you know. So I'm more, I was, and I always wonder because I had a friend who actually she dated um, an African guy. I forget where he's from, mm-hmm. but it was very much she would talk about that a lot. Like he's always, you can't do this or you can't do that, that type of thing. So is that? Have you ever heard that? Have you ever? Has anybody ever said that about you when you were dating? Like, what is that about? Where does that come from? Like, what what's, what is that? Uh, not me okay. per se. Um, granted, I didn't grow up traditionally. I would say I didn't grow up traditionally in Nigeria. My a lot of my formative years were, especially my high school, like nine to I'm from tenth to twelfth grade, were in Norway. Mm-hmm. So I, I've had a a Nigerian, European, American kind of growing up. Okay. But yeah, I think there's a lot. A lot of Nigerians, especially Igbo, I'll say, I'll just speak for Igbo guys, you know. Um, Nigerians, they have a kind of love of a swagger to okay. them. Uh, they can be a little bit more, they can be cocky, they can be arrogant, they can tell, you know, I'm, you know, I will tell you, you know, what, you know. And so it come, it might come across, it might come across as being possessive, it might come across as being aggressive, okay. you know, in, lo- in lots of situations. I think, if I, I I think that a lot of Nigerians, a lot of Africans, as you say, that mm-hmm. come to this country, you create it's a subset of them. These have to be, these are guys that have to be very persistent. Mm-hmm. Hi, are usually highly intelligent, also highly lucky. 
right? Mm -hmm. You know, and that combination to to leave the country because it's not easy to not leave. Easy. Right, right. It's not easy to leave the country. So you're one of those three, or a combination of those three. So what you're getting here are a bunch of guys who are beating the odds, mm -hmm. who are very persistent, very intelligent. You know, so they know what they want. That they they're not afraid to say it. Okay. So okay. so you, you you get you get that you get that oh, a lot. Okay. Also, you're talking if you're in a patriarchal society where the man. Where the man is is on top, mm -hmm. is, especially in a lot of African um, culture, definitely Igbo culture, definitely Yoruba culture. Yeah. You know, men are used to having the final say or say or saying what they think. Mm -hmm. I think in a in a, an American culture, it's moving more into a feminized uh, feminized culture where there's a lot more emphasis being placed on what the woman feels and what the woman has to say. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that there's a clash there. Okay. You know, okay. they say, okay. "I'm a woman. You don't tell me what I want." Yeah. Uh, combined with Look, woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. you're, 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 you're going to ha you're going to have that. Yeah. You know? And so you're going to have a man who's who might be in America, but is used to a Nigerian style of relationship or Nigerian way of thinking of mm -hmm. because that's what he has growing up. Yeah. I don't care. You're in America now, but you grew up looking at your mother and your father and your culture in mm -hmm. a Nigerian style or a Kenyan style. Yeah. Even though you're here, that is still your basis. Right, right. So you get into a relationship with a woman, not realizing it, and that's the archetype that you put into the relationship. Right, yeah. And the woman is chafing because you're like, I didn't, you know, that's not how I grew up. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. so you, you, you get some of, you get some of that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I think you're really right on point because I'll tell you one of the things that in the first formative years in America was it was a struggle for me, right? So okay. I, I came from a society where or my my home, my dad ran pretty much everything. Both mm -hmm. my parents worked. Right. But like Ugo said, my dad had a final say. Mm -hmm. And my mom said, Hey, you know, if you're gonna do something, I may be right, but we're gonna check with the dad to see what dad says. About okay. It. Mm -hmm. If it's yeah. good then we'll do it. If it's not good then no matter how I feel, that's you know, right. we're gonna be able to do it. And like Ugo said, over the years, um that's kind of also changing. Mm -hmm. So, but when we come, that's our baseline and that's how we run it. I struggled in my first years. Like, I'd see a couple driving, right? And I'd see the guys just laid back. Yeah. And I'd talk to the, he's, he's the one being driven. And then I'll talk to the guys, and he's like, yeah, you know, my, my wife works. I'm, I'm a home husband, whatever. A stay at home dad? I, I couldn't really grasp that. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, then who, who makes the rules? Who does this? Yeah. Then as time kind of goes by, and even when I started dating, I was dating outside of the African community and everything. Because like we said, we've, we've overcome so many things. I know what I want, so I'll mm -hmm. say it. And I'd get women saying, man, you know, hey, this is not African, man. I, I, I got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah. I, I thought you trust me to make this decision. Mm. I mean, I'm telling you, it's not like I'm just going to make it and do it. I'm telling you because this. this and, and one uh, lady called me and said, see, you're telling me. Mm. You're not discussing with me. Yeah. I didn't see discussion, man. Yeah. It was just like, this is what we're going to do. Let's do it. You yeah. want it. And so, yeah, I, I can see why right, yeah, that yeah. was always a story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it could be it could be some African guys that just be. Here's the thing, right? Uh, some guys are used to. Out in, in a, a guy will come up to get is, you know, walk up to her, hold her. You know, those guys in the outside the club, they'll be, you know, cat calling girls mm -hmm. and, hold, you know, holding girls. Yeah. Back in the day, if you have a culture where that's the norm, where you walk up in front of a girl, talk to her, or, hey, you know, come to me. In a, in an American culture, that's too much. That's yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> give me space. Yeah. But if that's what a guy is used to, and that's what he needs to attract a woman, you know, and that's what he, and back where he's from, and he comes over here, that guy might try that. 
fine. Every nine girls will say, get away from me. But some girl yeah. you know, might, might feel that, you know, yeah. oh, I like, he knows what he wants. He's aggressive. You know, yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. That was a really good, you know, American female accent. That was really good. That surprised me. <laughs> so, you, you know, it, it, could, it could be that. I mean, I've known Nigerian guys that will come up to a girl and be like, you're going to be my wife. <laughs> okay. Right? And one out of two out of three girls will be like, get away from me. One yeah. girl will be like, oh, the Lord is here. <laughs> right? You know, because I think so, you know, some some ladies, I think some ladies are just not used to a guy being assertive. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so then you have a an African guy who is that's his default position, right, you know, right. is come here. And they're like, oh, oh. Yeah. But and, you know what? Now that you say that, I'll throw a caveat. There's a lot of Nigerians in Kenya right now. Nigerians marrying a lot of Kenyan women. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I got mine, man. So I left that one. And and that's been the approach. The the Kenyan women would say they like the aggressiveness of the Nigerian guys. Yeah. Mm. Look, come up to a girl and say. You're gonna be my wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. because Kenyan men are not normally like that. We're the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> the default that he used to fall into. <laughs> I'll be your We're friend. We're the good guys. I'll be your friend for yeah. 17 years. And if you get it, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> In your case, it did. <laughs> you can get a bunch of Nigerians, right? Three is the critical mass. Right. Three. Two Nigerians. We're fine. Three Nigerians. It becomes loud. Like <laughs> Americans are like, are they fighting? <laughs> What's going on over there? Yeah. You know? And yeah. I mean, it's Yoruba guys. I think for me, I found that Yoruba guys. If you have two Yoruba guys um, and with me there, I'm an Igbo guy. They'll speak in English. They get the third Yoruba guy in there. They're like, you know what? We have nobody this Igbo guy. They're going to start speaking Yoruba. Okay. And they'll and they'll get into it, and it was just it becomes jovial. It becomes loud. Yeah. And I'm looking around. People are going, what? What's going on over there? You know? <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah. But and people are like, oh, you need to keep it down. No, they just. We're just being us. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no argument. You haven't heard an argument. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is play basketball with a bunch of Nigerians. Yeah. And they have a file that they dispute. Every one of them guys become a lawyer. Objection, your honor. He's I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna sit here drink some water until you guys go to this court case before we decide this court case. Like, God, that's what they're like. I want to play with African Americans because they're like, okay, is there blood? No blood. Let's play. Right. Let's just keep it going. Nigerians are like, no, no, your foot was there. I'm I'm taking the ball and leaving. Like, I don't like my people right now. Oh man. Okay, can you imagine a situation like that with the replay video? <laughs> yeah, you can see that. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have my tablet. Let's scroll back. Enhance, enhance. You see? Right there. Screenshot this. I told you. Mugu. Like, no. Yep. That's well, my people. Man, I appreciate it. Like, this was fun and it was insightful and I learned. <laughs> no, but this is good. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. So, all I'm going to tell you, man. It. I want to tell you is if one of your sons marries an African girl and the parent says bring this type of goat, bring the right goat. <laughs> bring the right goat. Bring the right goat. Okay, I gotta, now I got to do goat. And, and so and, uh, if you find a, if a Nigerian girl, just see the families in America that you can save yourself the trouble. You don't, you don't have to worry about the goats. Oh, okay. You know? That's what it is. Make just, sure her family yeah, is in yeah, Africa yeah, already. It, no, I no, mean no, in America Yeah, already. keep it in America. It, it, is, it is saves. That's the kind of info we. That's the kind of info. That's you need to start a podcast. That's 
uh, African American life hack. <laughs> this has been Men Talk Women. Support for this podcast comes from me, uh, actually, because it's my podcast. But if you want to support the podcast, we would greatly appreciate that. Go to reallydopepodcast.com to donate or fill out the form if you want to sponsor an episode. Thank you very much and see you next time.